The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Okay, I love lockdown. I love lockdown. Lockdown pod. Yay! I that love what we're feeling? That's, yeah. that's the love intro. Lockdown. You just did it. <laughs> <laughs> level four. Four more years. <laughs> I want to go to level five. to the real pod it's a new kind of real pod and a same old jane alex and duncan welcome along to it <laughs> even samer and older i reckon i know it's crazy this is um, a very exciting new refresh for us hello duncan hello alex how are you doing Hi, Jane. You can't nod, Duncan. You can't just nod on podcasts. I'm just going to do a lot of non-verbal communication. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm better than Alex, but we're going we're gonna to get you out of your funk, Alex. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, um, I'm fine. I haven't washed my hair in a while. I don't know if you can tell. Someone could tell on that the live beautiful. the other day. Um, I'm just kind of going to keep Aww. it in a ponytail and... One day I'm going to take the hair tie out and the hair is going to stay in a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Oh, it's, just going to, it's just going to fall off like a lamb's tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dag yourself. It's like Dag a, yourself, it's 2021. A, <laughs> it's a lockdown haircut hat. <laughs> oh, we're already back. <laughs> we are That's back. Amazing. So I'm going to tell you how things are going to go. There's been a bit of format change. So Celebrity Treasure Island is here. And we are going to be recapping that in its standalone podcast called The Real Recap, which will be coming out uh, straight after the show has aired uh, tomorrow night, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday. Uh, So not long between drinks and other things of note. So you might be wondering, well, what's happening with this episode then? Well, we've got three segments. We've got Real News, which is the real news you know and love. Uh, Real Life, which is just having some yarns about our life. (laughs) kind of narcissistic way I guess and then real bits which are some of the best bits that have been on the telly in the last week so that's what's happening in other housekeeping huge announcement cornies there is some real pod slash corny specific merch now available in the spin-off shop even I didn't know this the corny pins live Duncan it's up and it's running I'm I'm getting on the internet see you guys later I didn't get Real this memo either. This is breaking news. It's a beautiful, news. a beautiful enamel pin designed by corny extraordinaire Julia Howard. This is her wheelhouse. She designs pins. She's designed us one. She came to us with a concept months ago. We've got the wheels turning. Got a manufacturer sorted. We're taking pre-orders now. Fifteen bucks. Oh. You might not get it for a while. Just because of, you know, COVID and stuff. Oh, it's just so hard to get a shipping container these days for all of our real pot enamel pins. 
but there you go. We're taking pre-orders now, and it's also got a great backing card, which is designed by our very own Toby Morris. So uh, the card you can display on your bedroom wall, and the pin you can wear proudly, and you can see other cornies out in the wild, and it's just fantastic. So the spinoff.co.nz forward slash shop to get your pre-order in now. Something else, there's a bingo game for Celebrity Treasure Island that you need to download and play along with. You'll find that on uh, the spin-off Instagram and also the spin-off podcast network. Uh, and you can join the corner for chats and bands, facebook.com forward slash realport corner. Thank you to the corners for the quiz, by the way. That was amazing. There was a corny quiz on the weekend. I want to know everything terrific. about that. I couldn't attend and I feel like I, I lost some of my, my sparkle because I of I learned that. so much. Ollie Chuck's geography round was a real oh. head scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he was brutal on the scoring. Like, everyone was, like, firing off points left, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah, you get half a point for that. Yeah, you get a point for that. He had one there where, like, you had to name all the regions in your choice of either the North or South Island. And if you got even one wrong, no points. I love Zero. that. I love that. <laughs> it was great. It was very it was sweet. It was very fun. It was lovely to see all the familiar corn faces in Zoom. Um, iconic afternoon. It was. And you know what? Zooms are awkward AF, and it was the, one of the least awkward Zooms I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't know in person most of the people on there, it felt like we were all old mates. It was lovely. Okay, let's have some real news. So that's the old sting that you know and love. I do want to let you know there are two new stings in today's show. That are going to be happening later. So that's the first bit of real news. <laughs> wow. Um, Meta. But did you guys did you guys see the um the penis carrot that popped up on a Zoom last week? Oh, I have uh, not seen was, the penis it, carrot on a Zoom. Was this Kamal Sepaloni? Was that Yeah. Yeah, it's so great. Like I love serious Zooms that, that people in the background fuck up for people. And this was Carmen's uh, so Carmen's labour minister she was interrupted on a zoom call by her son who came in with <laughs> a penis shaped carrot was just brandishing it the way that he holds it up and he is just beaming <laughs> it's such a great find for for a for a young man or, or actually honestly they just they're hilarious look they're a hilarious appendage for all ages you know it's not a it's not a dignified part of the human body and if you can find a carrot that looks like that. Get it on your mum's zone. <laughs> like, I also don't I feel like you have your own personal connection to, ro- <laughs> to rude fruit and veg, right? <laughs> I do have New Zealand's greatest collection of lemons that look like... <laughs> I can't Say even... It. Other things. <laughs> they, they look it's like... It's just a body part. It's just a body part. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's biology. You can't say it, okay? I know I can say it. It's the, the one looks like a vagina and one looks like a butt. <laughs> I've yet to get a lemon that looks like a pain. But if you're listening and you're you're holding, so to speak, <laughs> hit me up because I think I'm, I'm very close to a, to a, a sort of a a, a, fro- a real pod frozen museum. Completely. <laughs> Yeah. If you've got a peeny, a peeny lemon, uh, get in touch with Duncan Grieve immediately. I see you're wearing yellow today in honour of your collection too. <laughs> I, I am, I am. Never forget. Except that I don't okay, so my, until I move house. 
<laughs> and then I'm reminded of my embarrassing past. <laughs> but you still pick them up and take them with oh, you. Gotta, right? You gotta, you gotta. They've been, they've been, <laughs> like, they're older than my kids. Are they bagged together? Or do yeah, they roll around? They're in like a little okay. glad ziplock. And they, um, yeah. just like in real life, they cohabitate. Great. Hey, um, Mike Pirro was actually second choice for CEO of The Apprentice in El Taro. Did you know that? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so Stuff has reported that LA-based NZ entrepreneur Robert Hollis was the preferred candidate, but he uh, had fees issues, so couldn't do it. Really? I know, yeah. I know Robert you... quite well. We actually did a fantastic profile oh, sorry, of I him. Said, sorry, Robert, not Robert, Robert. Yeah, yeah sorry, you also called Carmel uh, Carmen earlier. It's been a great morning for you. Um, but yeah. That's because that's what Tara put in the document, <laughs> so I'm going to blame that on Tara. Um, so... <laughs> I thanks Tara for doing research for us, by the way. blame Tara. <laughs> I blame nothing on Tara. Um, Robert... I blame my children for everything, actually, okay? Sorry, no, back to Robert. Uh, so he, he is like a sort of... He's like a coach. He's not. He, I think he would have been a, a really interesting, but not a conventional choice the way that uh, that Mike was. But um, that's really buzzy to me. Uh, yeah, we we have a, a very very good profile of him on the spinoff. If you care to to read more, but um, yeah, wild. Do you think Mike Pero feels sad that he was the second choice? I was just about to ask that. I was maybe he didn't know until now. Maybe he found out at the same time we did. It's gutting, but I do think he's a classic choice. And I feel like Cassie and JT are the kind of left field, kind of kooky, modern business people. And Mike, just classic, classic old wooden classic. Mike. You also know, we, just... need, we need someone to be the warm body. <laughs> it's, um, it's also the name recognition of having your name, then your category be your like Mike Perro mortgages and on down the chain of all the other stuff he does. Like, I just reckon there's a real cool audacity to being the kind of business person who's like my whole name and then the thing that I intend to dominate. It's it, and it's very apprentice energy. So I, th- I mm-hmm. think that it was it was the second choice that should have been the first choice the whole time. The way that you said Mike Perro mortgages, it's so entrenched that mm. jingle that you left the obligatory pause in between Mike Pirro <laughs> mortgages. There's no other way to say it, right? If you just say Mike Pirro mortgages, that does not sound right at all. That's not the name, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't do Mike <laughs> Pirro mortgages dirty like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Dr. Lucina, former bachelorette, doing the Ministry of Health promotional video? No. She's doing a video talking about like what she's up to in lockdown, her mum's doing some weights and then kind of just presenting a message on behalf of health professionals um, as she wanders the street in her floral dresser mask. And it's real jarring because I I really liked her as Bachelorette for a time and then I think I got a bit over her by the end, but I just I don't have the patience for her anymore. Even after all this time, I'm like, Whoa. I'm done. What about her mum? Her mum is really cool. Great. Truly get your mum to do the Ministry of Health video. I think that's a great idea. She was awesome. Get her lifting some weights and being like, in lockdown I'm lifting weights and I'm staying in my bubble. Right? <laughs> I've just written the script for a start. <laughs> and um, she had a real chill dad as well. I mean, look, Lucina's fine, but I do remember being particularly charmed by like everyone in her family <laughs> and not yeah, so much her, totally. like her brother as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> was she the warm body of her family? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If, uh, I'm sorry if I'm being nasty. I just want to give. Actually, wait. I'll give context once we get to real life. Okay. Um, people are making faces out of random things during lockdown, and there's one particularly corny reference here. But first of all, there's a lovely Queenstown man who's got it. He stacks firewood, uh, and he's been making faces and objects out of them just to entertain himself in lockdown. Like huge, huge. You know, as you can imagine, big piles of of firewood. Uh, so, I mean, get creative with what you're doing, right? If you have to do something, if you're going to mow the lawns, mow a penis into the lawn. You know? <laughs> do something fun. Keep it interesting for the, for the police helicopters going over here trying to find people who are breaking, breaking lockdown rules. They can't take that away from us, you know? No. The nanny no. state. Our lawns remain sacred as our sort of giant canvases should we have a lawn. Obviously, Alex um, has got to be a bit more creative in her apartment. You probably have to hang it hang, when you're drying when you're drying your, your sheets. Cut a cut a penis out, a hole, shaped hole in your sheets, and hold it up, and hang them off your balcony. I'm not allowed to do that. Get in trouble with a good. You can't uh, show your washing. You the can't show your washing. You're at shamed. any cost. You people cannot know that you wash your clothes. Please, your <laughs> it is private. <laughs> I did see someone. Looks like they added bigger jiggly eyes. Yeah, did that's they talk what I'm about when I went up um, Mount Eden on my birthday, and I was blessed with a giant googly eye in the middle of the path. It well, you sent it to us, but I don't it, think you've talked about it publicly. It felt like it was a, a message. Eye. It felt like a message from God. And then, but as I was walking around, I realised someone had just stuck googly eyes on everything. Sorry, jiggly. Uh, sorry, what kind of <laughs> Sorry, jiggly. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> jiggly eyes. I mean, well, look, I'm a little slightly worried about the waste and the kind of desecration of a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sacred space. But um, it did cheer it me up to see joy. a single googly eye. Look, I have to say, you have talked quite a lot about going up the mountain. In, in this podcast of late. <laughs> Just a casual flex of what an athlete you are lately. Um, it's the sort new Hillary, Hillary you know, that I used to live in LA. But anyway. Uh, the <laughs> I've actually got some mountain news. That's of course you do. Man. But anyway. Should I save it? I'll save it for real whatever. Save it, save real it for, for real life. <laughs> but the thing is that those people who know that you are up the mountain all the time might be going up and planting jubilee eyes just for you. Is that creepy? I would cool? love that if someone could write me a message in chalk. Oh, I would love imagine. That. Or if someone could leave just sort of $5 in a <laughs> with, a, with a pen that only I sto- know. And a stone on top that's like, uh, this is Alex's, please don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would be absolutely perfect. <laughs> um, so the juggly eyes on giant shrubs with masks on has is, is been done by a new Plymouth woman, which is very cute. Uh, it's, it's the new answer to the teddy bear in the window, but perhaps not as easy to execute. Right. Uh, Movie Max Timaru lockdown phone arts phone message is amazing. I'm just going to play you some audio. So this is this is uh, someone from Movie Max and Timaru trying to record an answer phone message during lockdown. Here you go. Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until... <sighs> fuck you. <laughs> Hello and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinema Timaru. We are currently closed until level two. You can see more. No. <laughs> Hello and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinema Timaru. 
We are currently closed until we reach level two. You can check our website for updates on... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and then you get to write after that. <laughs> so good, though. Just left all of that on the message by accident. Um, don't bother ringing them. It's been taken down. But thankfully, Reddit has it preserved for all of eternity, just for our enjoyment. That's perfect. So I feel like that, that sums up the national mood. Right it now. really does. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I feel like in lockdown, the first lockdown last year, would have had a script, would have nailed it first time, but this is a whole different lockdown. That's the Delta answer by message, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. I also like, I'm, I'm curious about who discovered it. Like, who's calling the Timaru movie theatre expecting information that, that somehow... <laughs> You know, like I feel like you have to be quite deep in the um, sort of denialist pandemic kind of school yeah. to sort of imagine that that you might get a piece of this, like uh, you know, alternate reality game. <laughs> but by you know, so, so, some extra information is, is waiting for you there. But it turns out it was. It was. It was or how we all felt. Maybe someone just was like unclear on the rules and thought. I can't go to school, I can't go to the pools, I can't go to the park, but maybe I can still catch a movie, you know, what's on? <laughs> maybe they're releasing a movie again. <laughs> okay, maybe this one comes... Movies are open for in Timaru now, though, right? Or from tonight? No, no, they, I think you, if you listen to the message, I know it was it was uh, very distracted with all the swearing, but they're closed until level two. But oh, it's right, level, right, right. it is level two now... So there'll be some oh, kind yeah. of... But back then, but back when was, he recorded was, it. Yeah. But what I'm saying now is like the Corny's mobilised. Go support Movie Max Timuru if you're in the area. Yeah. And I reckon take some chockies for the for whoever it was who recorded that message. Just go, this is for the answer phone message. Can I just slide it across the counter? <laughs> or some corn is another option. Speaking of corn, actually, I mean, the miniature real review, but I got sent some some um like fancy adults popcorn can't even remember what the name of it is so it's not very helpful but it's adults so popcorn del- yeah sounds dirty adults <laughs> it's anything like, <laughs> it's like adult only popcorn and it's really yummy flavors and it's because you wouldn't want to share it with your children because they eat popcorn by the fistfuls and it's a very like humble amount and it's packed with flavour, so yum. Can't remember. Bugs and all? No, that's not right. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Something with bugs and bugs and all. Oh, I know, God. I know. What kind of bugs, Jane? <laughs> Hopefully not, perhaps. <laughs> I always thought that about the, like, when you go to, like, a hot pause and it's, like, adults only spied. You're like, what is happening in there? <laughs> yeah, it's just okay, hilarious. you need to listen. In you any... need to listen to the Why Weird of Hot Pools episode of Remember When for further discussion on that. Basically, if there's anywhere that's adults only or anything that's just for adults, it's just inherently disgusting. It shouldn't be. <laughs> Finally, our final piece of news, which is sourced from the Real Pod Corner, comes from a Facebook community post or a marketplace post where someone wanted to post egg cans for sale, but uh, Facebook wouldn't let them, and so they renamed the the egg cartons and the ad was allowed to go up and they renamed them to butt nugget holders. (laughs) (laughs) That is adults only. (laughs) That is extremely adults only. That's like R50. That's too too much. Even for my sensibilities. Butt nugget holders. It's actually more like under 12s. 
button I get a hold of. It's almost like that's just the kind of thing that children would find very funny. And us, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go into real life. Button I guess. <laughs> <laughs> his bloody bubble, can he? So he's, he's had to do it. He's had to do multi multi vocal takes. Amazing! Thank you, Ti, here for making this podcast better. My pleasure. That so sounded much. like Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a sound clash like a versus. That's Ti here versus Paul Williams, just doing really Ooh. short real pod songs. <laughs> oh man, that could get ugly. I don't want to get too big for my britches. That's. That sounds too much for me. If you don't want to get too big for your britches, do not go in the real pod corner, Ti, here, because everyone in there is in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost an HR issue. <laughs> I want to mention that uh, I did offer my singing services to Ti here for um, for the new stains and did no get the call up. <laughs> Just keep plugging away, Jane. You're you're still you're still young. There's still <laughs> There can be a hundred people in a room, Jane, and all you need is one. <laughs> There's not. Now listen, you're in level four. <laughs> this is real life, and I uh, surprisingly locked down level four in Auckland. Not much to report here. Um, I've been on exactly one five-minute walk to the petrol station again since last week. <laughs> And uh, that's it. I love how's, your how's, commitment to doing honestly nothing, Jane. It's like fierce, you. proud, like in the face of, of all of the social pressure to go for a silly little walk. You're like, no, I will not. <laughs> that's what they want me well, to do. I'll tell you what, kids don't like walking. It's oh. not something that they like to do for fun. I mean, we, we'll get onto some more walking stuff once we get into real bits because uh, Jason Gunn did a whole thing on walking for for the project, which was rather entertaining. But my kids, indoor kids, very yeah. much indoor children. Bar uh, one, I've got one who I, I like. I don't, I can't exercise him because I can't take him out and leave the other two home alone because apparently it's illegal. And so uh, I've got this one kid just bouncing off the other off the walls, and the other two who are like basically growing fungus. Can you put a kid on a treadmill, or is that like a bad bad vibe? No, I reckon I just don't have one. Like a little hamster wheel type thing. I, I really hate, and I mean this sincerely, not in the colloquial use of the word, but I really hate people who've got kids in our sort of kids' age bracket, Jane, who like going for walks. Like I heard the other day that um, someone saw Toby Manhire out with his children oh. doing a scavenger hunt. And just oh, all of them really happy on like a sunny Saturday instead of indoors with the curtains closed on devices like they're meant to. And it's just like, oh, could you not just go and do it privately, like not in front of? I don't, I don't want to hear about that. Like that's not. No, just walk, walk circles in your backyard. You don't, don't show off. Michael Wilson stuff, you know, he had it right. I have uh, I have a friend whose kids are so active and she's constantly posting the amazing activities she gets up to with them. Oh. And uh, friends no more, basically. 
Yeah. Just can't deal. It's this, it's that kind of influencer thing that we've had for that that us uh, women have been suffering through for years and years, where we've watched um, other mums or other other young like athletic going to do the F45. Toby Manhire. Like, oh, we suck. We suck. Everything about us sucks compared to these people. And now there's this whole like family situation going on where the whole nation is drawn in. Your eyes just rolled right into the back of your head, Duncan. So good. I just... Children, don't take your children for walks and show off because well, it makes me feel like a bad parent and I'm caring so well, much. Well, do it down, like really late at night when, when people can't see you doing it, you know? At least yeah. have some respect. <laughs> anyway, that's my life. Basically, I'm a husk. Oh, dear. Well, hey, I've got some <laughs> news from the mountain, child-free news from the mountain. Um, oh my God, someone was up there the other day. I haven't had any more celebrity sightings, although I have on very good authority that Celebrity Treasure Island's Lance Savali walks up the mountain every single morning. It's in a great profile that Chris Schultz wrote for the spin-off. So I'm going to um, endeavour to get up earlier <laughs> and not, like, not stalk, but, you know, definitely look out <laughs> with my eyes. Um, but the other day I did go up and just waiting at the top, um, just a guy who had robed up for the real pod, I assume, just wearing his robe, staring out across the city. It was very beautiful, like a long kind of black fleecy um, dressing gown. That's, that's, we're going viral. I think we're going viral. It's it's really catching on. He was just enjoying the sights and then moseyed on home. I love it. I Again, love it. People is, are getting loose out there. I'm seeing pajamas. Yeah. I'm seeing pajamas. I'm seeing robes, and I'm all for it. I am in my pajamas. Can I just say? Secondly, uh, there's a very fine line between having some fun with it and completely lost the plot. You know. Which which side do you think this guy sat sat on? I think he was having fun with it. Okay, okay. I don't think he had lost the plot because he was just taking in the sights, and I think he just you went wait for till a, next week. I think an you're going to see some people up there. You're going to see some people up there, like naked with like black paint, kind of like streaks on their face, as if they're going out to war, and like brandishing sticks and so on. I think we're just going to go all Lord of the Flies. <laughs> That's that's an escalation. It's also a very uh, celebrity Treasure Island aesthetic, apart from the full nudity. Well, well for now, early days, early days. And in fact, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the, the next episode. But Duncan, tell me, how's your life? Mm. Oh, it's pretty bad. My 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 cat died. <laughs> Oh, no, I just laughed. I'm so sorry. I didn't. You said it was pretty bad, and then I laughed, and then you said about the cat, and oh, my God, I'm the worst. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, I take that as your sincere uh, feelings on this issue. Um, no, it's, it's, been, it's been really sad. Like, so cat was with us 15 years. That's very unreal, Pod, but uh, that basically has dominated the, um, the Grifano's feelings over the last little while. But um, the kids are starting to come out of the funk, and... I think it's going to be okay. Just a lovely cat, you know? Lovely, really strange cat. And, uh, 
you know, never be another one like like Leo Fuzzy Cakes Grieve. Aww. He was an icon. I love the way Leo would curl up in a bag if you put it on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe pee, but yeah. most of the time not. <laughs> that, that's the thing. He showed his affection. He never wanted to get too close to a human apart from Robin, my 12-year-old my daughter. But he... He liked to get close to something that's been close to a human, so ideally a, a bag or a T-shirt or a jumper. And, and as you say, Alex, he went through phases where he really showed that affection through the medium of urine, um, <laughs> which was a nice treat for various family members. I like the, the kind of him knowing his boundaries and having healthy boundaries of being like, I don't want to be close to you, but I'll, I'll piss in your bag. You know? Yeah, it's also good because, I, uh, I don't know, I'm reasonably, like, I, li- I like to, I'm a reasonably tidy Kiwi around the house. I like to have things in their place and sometimes guests will just put their things down on the floor and I sort of feel like that was a silent rebellion by mm. Leo to sort of enforce our kind of house norms uh, around where you put your bag. So, yeah, well, I guess I'll have to take up that position <laughs> now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Never, little baggy of urine, <laughs> little baggy of urine, just ready to go. Well, that's at one way. <laughs> <laughs> Freshy. <laughs> oh my god! What's that over there? Yeah. <laughs> it really took a turn. Okay, I mean, I'm assuming that as uh, as we come out of lockdown, this segment of real life will get a little bit more dynamic. It'll be. Um, Perhaps a little bit less about us just talking about being in lockdown. <coughs> With any luck. Less deathy. Uh, maybe less deathy. Who knows? Hopefully. Let's wait and see. Um, but do just cut us some slack. It's our first time in the new format and <laughs> I completely actually forgot about the middle section of the podcast called Real Life. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> fine. It's very real pod. Extremely real pod. We're going to take a really, really quick break, have a stretch, eat some cereal straight from the packet and we will be back with Real Bits in just a moment. Kia ora koutou katoa, te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. As we find ourselves navigating a new outbreak and lockdown, everyone here at The Spin-Off remains committed to bringing you quality independent journalism, which, of course, includes our coverage of COVID-19. It's not an exaggeration to say we couldn't do this work without the generous support of our members. So, if you'd like to help us keep Aotearoa informed, Please visit thespinoff.co.nz slash members for more details and to donate today. I know, I'm sorry. Some things never change. I just still don't know, really know what I'm doing. No, um, you, 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 you've still got the Channel Z in you, is what it is. Yeah, you know? that's it. God, it's old and stale, though. Um, that was there's another nice little new sting. Do we like that? I mean, Tiahe is listening, so don't say that you don't. Uh, another, another new sting to bring us into real bits. So this is where we just talk about some bits of telly that uh, you might have seen or you might not have seen, you might want to revisit. Uh, for example, the breakfast presenters, uh, well, they've lost the plot. They've definitely crossed from having a bit of fun into completely lost the plot. Uh, they're having to present their own weather and so on, and it's kind of taken off virally, right? Like, they're having to do what, who normally does the weather? Manny McLean? 
Yeah, when, I think uh, so. Lockdown started. He couldn't do the weather, and so they were they were having to do it. Like John Campbell was having to do it, and like using a broom as a pointer, and just like completely cocking up the screen. And uh, it was all very, very funny. And now it's, it's like me when I have to do thing. live updates. <laughs> <laughs> you like him mashing the return button. Just writing something's wrong. Ate <laughs> <laughs> an egg. Very private. I'd love to see like your live updates just be about what you get up to during your day, Alex. Oh my god, no one wants to see that. <laughs> that feels like a kind of like, like a stress, a recurring stress dream or something. <laughs> what my life? <laughs> no, no, you, you, what you sort of realizing that that's what you're doing with live updates, but being powerless to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had almost that specific one in the past two weeks. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very inspired. I actually came across these TikTok dances on my own. I have jumped back on TikTok and I'm bloody Yeah, so this is, this is what the, so they've gone from, from the crazy weather reports to now just being like internet sensations with doing uh, jazzy new TikTok dances on every show. And they've got moves. Like, I, I yeah. find them very captivating. I really, uh, I think they could have another, um, you know, a spin-off show or just second career. I guess Dancing with the Stars is kind of lurking around still, maybe, for some of them. Wrong network, though, eh? And they, Dancing with the Stars has been pushed a month. Dancing with the Stars is not going to happen. That's breaking news. That's Duncan's, that's is Duncan's it? Well, prediction. it's just you have to be real close to a person and there's just no margin for error with an October 18th date, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, just folded it. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I mean, it, it, it folds in nicely to the real pod. We will not be live recapping. We will not be recapping Dancing with the Stars this year. Move aside the pun the new format. Don't do sad face. We had meetings. We all agreed on how it's going to go. No. We're committing to Treasure Island. We're but, committing. We're committing. But, but, we don't mean no. you can't watch it. I just think just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <My> mantra. <laughs> Underrated song as well, by the way. Look, the Katy Perry pod is coming at some point. <laughs> Okay, so Jason, I mentioned earlier that Jason Gunn did a piece on the project about going for walks, going for stupid little walks. He thinks walks are boring, repetitive and tedious, so he's found a way to, like, jazz things up a bit with the family. So I think that's something that you and I can take on board, Duncan. Okay, you ready? Don't roll your eyes. He's just playing games, like looking for uh, for car, like a yellow car, a Suzuki Swift, and what he calls a spotty, which is an old black number plate. Quite fun. Uh, to get your family to write down random directions onto so you like take your fourth left walk seven minutes in a straight line do a u-turn and just have to follow those which to me you could end up in and you could end up out of your region very very quickly with something like that couldn't you yeah, I so think we I should denounce Jason Gunn um, for, okay. for that. It's also mainly because it parent shames us. Yeah, and uh, he also <laughs> said add some flair to make it a catwalk around the block. So you know, dressing up. This could be your road guy might have seen the Jason Gunn piece and gone, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take his advice and walk up the mountain wearing a robe." No, it's a corny. He's none of up. these things. Not a single one of these things would work with my children. Absolutely dreaming, Jason. Um, <laughs> my tip, the only way I can get my children out of the house and off devices is to put them on a device out of the house. <laughs> so, po- Pokemon Go is the only thing that works for me. I can, and then they fight because it's got the one phone and they fight over it. So we, we not do, worth it. And we then do, just don't go out. Yeah, yeah. Our, our incentive is like lollies and 
and Robux, just Robux at the yes. end, you know? Robux, I can basically buy any kind of a chore with Robux. Like, Robux seem to be a lot more powerful than regular currency, even though they are It really is. Convertible. I actually, I, po- I, I tweet very irregularly, but I posted one in the last couple of days saying how cool it is that I am working to earn money to buy Robux. <laughs> and Alex, if you're uninitiated, Robux is the currency of Roblox. Roblox being, oh like, a, a phenomenon that all kids are playing. But um, then there's also, like, sub-currencies. Like, what, what's it called? Is it Bloxburg? Like, which has its own kind of... Like, there are just layers to this sort of fake crypto weirdness. That's and your on. children yeah, are kind of holding you to ransom. Are they yeah, they want to be Robux? rewarded. Like, reward charts are for Robux in my house. <laughs> and then my, I had a real bad situation. Okay, this is the realest of... The fakest of real life that happened to me over this weekend is that my eldest son got scammed in a game called Adopt Me where someone took all his legendary pets and didn't give him the shadow dragon that he was after and he'd been building up those pets for years, well, not years, a oh. year, and he'd paid Robux, which to you may sound like fake money, but was real money that I bought the Robux for, and then oh. he got scammed out of it and he was just oh. devastated beside himself and I That's... was like, what... Is oh, life. no. We Someone, need to go to Fair go. No, we need to get the IRL <laughs> team on the line. Like this, That's true. We've got this, our own. It's true. <laughs> this our is own a, internet Fair go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they'd like to be branded, I'm sure. Hey, Alex, um, what's IRL? Hey, hey. Oh, thank you for asking, Duncan. IRL is a new uh, investigative unit launched by the spin-off under the Public Interest Journalism Fund, uh, taking a look at the intersection between <laughs> real life and the internet. Featuring Whoa. such uh, superstars of the media, Maddie Holden, Dylan Reeve, the spin-offs Josie Adams, and Shanti Mathias, who interviewed for an intern job but blew us away so much that we gave her a real job. It is launching next oh. week. Stay tuned. <laughs> hey, Damn. you know what? I love how much the spin-off loves the intersection between things. <laughs> we love like it. Like how... Bernard Hickey's When the Facts Change is the intersection of politics and economics. And I just love the intersections. So yeah. why don't you do like a map of like the spin-off intersections and see <laughs> what kind of what kind of world that looks like. <laughs> All the train smashes <laughs> that happen. And then you had to go on your silly little walk. Can I just, I have another piece of horror from a silly little walk the other day that I've just remembered. So there were like, on the weekend, there's this kind of party house down the road, like Flatties, and there were some girls and they had put out a sign that was like, you toot, we drink. And they were like dancing on the thing. And me trying to be like collegial, bit of fun, was just walking and I'm having like oh, a shame. Oh no, you didn't. I'm no. having a shame attack. And so I looked at the sign and I went, but not loud enough. Wearing a mask. Hark! <laughs> Hark! <laughs> oh, God! How are you only 30? <laughs> and no one did anything. And I just had to keep walking. It was like, it was horrible. And Joe just like could not look at me. <laughs> I don't want to go that too, is... too. So I said I went for the honk and it just sounded so lecherous and weird. <laughs> I love that so much, Alex. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Have fun. <laughs> oh, you're the perfect human being. Okay. Oh. Uh, not that this, this isn't quite as exciting. I wish we could have caught that on camera. That would have been an extremely real bit. But um, in, in block news, we, I mean, we've kind of done recapping the block because 
a Celebrity Treasure Island start and we reformatted the show and I'm so sorry if you were like hanging out to hear our inane block recaps but I watched Sunday night's episode realized it wasn't even the room reveal got frustrated by that everyone looks like they've got lovely grassy outdoor areas or fake grassy outdoor areas and what else uh there's some biffo there's some rage, rage yeah, it was actually, I watched both episodes and it was really good okay I, look I'm just trying to justify why we're we not doing a full recap here can I just, before we move on, can I ask a question about the fake grass? Because I know that people like Simone Anderson have that fake grass. Yeah. And if you have a pet and that pet does a toilet on it, it doesn't, like, go in to the ground, really, does it? Because it's, like, There plastic. is drainage. There is drainage. I would assume that it does otherwise, because there's also, as well as animal pee, there's also water from the sky which happens. Oh, that's true. And I assume <laughs> that there's some facility for it to go through it as opposed to just <laughs> go up until it's heaven. But then maybe you get a okay. pull, you know? <laughs> I can actually, I can comment on this. I've got a, a, just a tiny section of artificial grass at my house, which is uh, on the south side, so it doesn't get any sun. So I think that's why they've done it. It's just a tiny little bit. And that's where Pickle prefers to poo. And to be honest, it's great to have a place where I know the poo's going to be and it's easy to pick up from there and just give it a little hose down. So I'm all for it. That's all. That's my two cents. Dylan was vacuuming the grass at one point. I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah. Dylan's very fastidious. I definitely think Simone Anderson's vacuuming her grass, for sure. She kind of, like, water blasts the poo. Into like a thousand pieces. Oh, really? Just pick it no, up. No, I don't know. I might be defaming her. I don't know how she how she approaches the poo. Um, but there was there was some arguing over a fence, which I thought was really interesting. Because what I wanted to know is, did that did that uh, invoice that Dan and Meg present to Connie and Rach slash Rach and Graham did that reflect labour at all? I don't think it, it does. Labour. Then they got a really good deal. If it did reflect labour, then they got completely ripped off. I think they do uh, definitely have the ugly side of the fence. Yeah, my understanding is that there was some labour done by Dan, which was gratis, um, but the majority of the labour was done by the tradies and was thus invoiced and therefore part of the splittage. Right. Gotcha. I feel like maybe they were just going to go for. Um, materials, which was the first invoice, and then they went, fuck it, we'll put labour on top as well, and that's what the second invoice was. That's my that's my theory. Anyway, tell me what happened, because I didn't watch the next episode. Well, Timonati won... So, so oh, actually, I forget, who, who won the, the best kind of leftover bits of the outdoors? God, it was a bleak. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the just general descriptor of it was just incredibly unsatisfying. But, <laughs> they but, called it landscaping week. Yeah, but, but Timonati, by like a half point, won the <clears throat> best house overall, according to the judges, which <laughs> um, was... I got quite emotional about because not just because I know Timonati, but also because they were like when they first came in, they seemed like kind of idiots. Like the others, you know, they had like a lot of experience and were just mm. kind of professional, and they they just seemed like two lovely boys who basically didn't know how to do anything. And by the end, they you know, as, as Alex and I also endorsed them as the best house, mm. um, they just kind of were, were crushing, and it. it was just nice to see them uh, get ahead. 
That's and nice. they had those the they had their disqualification dramas times two. At least two. It's oh, yeah, there was the vacuuming and the planting in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's right. I did like when Adia shattered that. He was like, "These tiles. This is how you t- put down a tile or whatever." And he was jumping on it and just shattered under his feet. I thought that was really, really good. That was good. They replayed that about thirty times, but that was and the best bit was like he he admitted at the time like he was just doing that for the cameras. Like it's not like right. he was actually trying to compact the tile. Oh. He was just you know just doing a funny for the cameras and then shattered a tile. Um, but. But uh, the the bit that you want to watch, if you can be bothered scrolling through, is the wolf um, throwing health and safety in the skip. He chucks something in the skip and takes bloody bloody Tim's eye out nearly. Uh, it bounced the the piece of rubbish bounced off the skip or bounced it bounced off and then hit Tim just above the eye, which is why he's holding oh that bandage. And it's a brutal yeah. cut. Like, have you seen the, the like it like. Took out like half his forehead. It, it's been a very bad season for health and safety, and I, I do think that the block probably has to take some lessons from the fact they've had three very serious injuries. Like a concussion is real serious, a broken rib is real serious. That was about an inch away from Tim losing an eye. Like a, it's, mm. it's quite a rough old season. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. That's the block nearly done. Auctions are going to happen. Are they going to be online? What's going to happen? Well, no, no. the last thing that we heard was that they're they're waiting until the appropriate alert level. So it could be that the season wraps and then there's like kind of a wait, unless they. No, no, that's what they're doing. It. Yeah, they, they they announced that at the end of the episode, and like next week was supposed to be the auction. So, or maybe even this week. But so so we're probably at least a month away from any resolution. Um, but no, it's funny, I was like initially going, oh, that's bad because the production has to hold the cost of these four empty houses, which is getting you no income. But then I was like, oh, no, it's it's the New Zealand housing market. So an extra month is probably about an extra 2% on $10 million. That's pretty good money. You know, that's a couple hundred They're grand. Making money. You know? Yeah. Maybe they caused the lockdown. Maybe that was all part of it. Just holding it off, get some extra. Well, you're, just extra you're, you're just asking questions. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm just, I'm just I'm doing my research, okay? Holding doing power to research. Hey, listen, we're just about at the end of this podcast, which is most, supposed to be much shorter than it has been. You know, we're still workshopping how this is all going. But I just want to give a shout-out to Tara Ward, who has, has come on board and doing some research for us for this podcast because we are grown up now. And uh, and she actually has something of her own that was one of the best bits on the telly in the last week. She wrote a piece, uh, it was a ranking of politicians holding things up, and it's very funny. And obviously, some of those things, some of those things being held up, were um, were on the telly in the last week. Go have a look. It's uh, I, I don't know. Search for p- politicians holding things up, ranked and reviewed. It's very very good. But we have definitely seen some great graphs being held up by politicians during this uh, latest COVID round. <laughs> I just actually completely think it's completely impossible to see. Like the, just the, no chance. The best. Um, Best way to look at it, I reckon, is on Instagram, as as kind of rendered by Bianca, our, our excellent Instagram editor. Um, and yeah, go 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 find the spinoff on on Instagram and look at it there. It's 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 just a really good channel right now. This one is um, Grant Robertson's <laughs> Web of Deceit. Is my favourite one. 
from 2013. It's so good. Incredible spider diagram featuring a budgie and acorn and some letters of the alphabet with John <laughs> Key in the middle. It's, it's really amazing really that he's now a super competent finance minister when it, he looked like a for all the world like a crank. Yeah, that looks I, like QAnon. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really, um, I feel like these, so many people talking about politicians holding things up now is really going to, they're, they're all going to get into it even more than ever. Like, I think you just keep your eye out. There's going to be so many bits of paper held up. It's so funny to me that Jacinda folds hers in half and does, like, a reveal. And then there's always this, like, really nasty crease going along the middle of her A3 piece of paper. And when you think about the world's media keeping their eye on New Zealand during these times, have they, like, at their presentations, do they have screens? And we're just, we're just holding up Jacinda's just like, hello. I had to use the A3 function on the printer for this. You know know what she should do to level up in keeping with the pageantry of it is like a scroll, Mm. you know, and then like drop it down like a town crier. Do you know what I want to see brought back? Overhead projector. Bring back the overhead projector. How good would that be if she was trying to get it around the right way and just like it would always be off on a slight angle? Alex, you don't know what an overhead projector is, do you? No, I do. I had them at primary school. I was just trying to remember. Isn't was there like a real distinct sound when you turn them on? It was a a fan whirring, real aggro. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be cool. (laughs) Hey, that's the end of our podcast. We've got another one dropping really, really soon. So make sure you listen to that. It's going to be our Celebrity Treasure Island recap podcast. If you know literally anyone who's watching the show, which is probably most people. Make sure they listen to our recap podcast, not the one that Kimberly Crossman's hosting. Because she's beholden to the franchise, you know? She can't make all these astute observations that we can make as uh, as objective viewers. So <laughs> that's my plug for our silly little podcast. It's just going to be in this feed, okay? okay? Okay. Thank you, T.I. here. Thank you, Tara Ward. Thank you, Alex Casey. Thank you, Duncan Greve. Thank you, Jane. <laughs> this has been very... <laughs> Sedate. It's been very long. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. We'll probably do it again. Bye. Bye. Talo for Lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spinoff member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.